0: Lock Talk Radio. Whatever happened to the The milkman, the paper boy, he's in TV. Did I get delivered here? Somebody tell me, please. This old world What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Sports Urban Legend, along with my co-host Macaulay Matthew. I am, of course, William Ramo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, what's up? How's it going out there? Not much, man. You know, just a typical Sunday uh, evening. Glad to be back. You know, I, I haven't been doing the show for past couple of because I've been uh, sick, but. uh by the grace of God, I'm feeling much better, and um, I'm back, and I'm ready to go, man. Sounds good. Um, I know uh, we got a lot of stuff to cover because uh, we, we didn't get a chance to do this show for the past couple of weeks um, due to my aforementioned uh, battling the cold. Um, so, you know, I'm going to talk about roadblock, talk about uh, March Madness, what's going on with some upsets, you know with, uh, basically Michigan State crushing and killing everybody's, uh, brackets, um, and, uh, also, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get into that, we'll talk about the current state of the Knicks, which has been the current state of the Knicks for the past, uh, 16 years or so, basically, we'll get into that also, um, NFL news, uh, NBA news, of course, uh, You know, obviously with the Knicks and the other team and Warriors, you know, of course, trying to uh, break uh, Bulls record uh, from nearly uh, 20 years ago. Uh, And they're getting pretty close. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, We're going to also talk about Roadblock, WWE Roadblock, and, of course, the upcoming WrestleMania, and much, much more. But, you know, of course, I know you know the number, Mac, and the numbers, of course. It's... 917-388-4189. 917-388-4189. Again, that's 917-388-4189. So feel free to share your thoughts on any of these topics and more. And uh, I want to thank you guys in advance for, for calling. And, of course, uh, thank you for listening uh, to this episode of Sports and religion, Of course, he's Macaulay Matthew, and I'm William Ramo. And uh, yeah, man, let's uh, let's talk about March Madness, man and it's it, like like i was mentioning uh been some upsets you know with yale um you know uh this uh this um, march madness and of course you know uh um you know michigan michigan state uh you know the team many teams you know uh many people including myself was you know pick, uh you know to um you know go into the the finals game and uh, lose to Kansas. Well, they, they didn't wait until Kansas. <laughs> so basically, they got eliminated in uh, a yeah. shocking fashion. Yep, lost to Middle Tennessee <laughs> school that no one's ever heard of, and they got upset <laughs> by them. Yeah. I know some team, some people consider Michigan State the second best team in this tournament behind Kansas. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 yeah I didn't yeah. do, I didn't do much. Oh, what were you gonna say? I'm sorry. No, but yeah, there's a lot of been, you know, a lot of upsets. You know, you had, you had uh, Yale, Ivy League school beat Baylor. Um, uh-huh. You had um, who was it again? I think it was Cal, um, Cal, Cal University, California. They got beat by Hawaii. You know, so you've had a, a lot of upsets like that, but you had, like, big teams like UNC and Kansas. They, they're they looking good right now, you know. Looks mm-hmm. like those two might go to the final four, so. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's been a lot of upsets and surprises in this tournament so far. Congrats to those teams, you know, advancing to the Sweet 16. So the dream uh, lives on for those teams, and uh, unfortunately, the uh, for Yale, and uh, uh, and uh, most notably Michigan State, their uh, their dreams are over. Yep, short-lived. So, I right uh, apologize. Your... Oh, yeah, right... probably... No, that's okay. I was going to say that. So, right now, you got your Sweet 16. Why is, she... is it Sweet 16 or Elite 8? Sweet 16, right? Because it, it should be – this is your third round right now. So you have Kansas and Maryland. You have Miami, Villanova. Uh, You have Duke awaiting the winner of Oregon and St. Joseph. You have Texas, AM, Oklahoma, Gonzaga, Syracuse, Virginia State, Iowa State, Notre Dame and Wisconsin, and UNC against Indiana. So it should be a pretty good Sweet 16. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. And uh, who do you think uh, will face Kansas uh, in the the finals now that um, you know Michigan State is going? Well, I'm picking UNC. I think North Carolina will be the team that faces them. A good uh, a good pick. You no, know, Williams gonna you know get them get them where they need to be. Yeah, they're looking good. So you 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 so you you pick UNC to go against Kansas, I think that'll be the fun, I think that'll be the championship matchup. Yeah, yeah both teams your... are looking good right now. So that was your pick when you were filling out the brackets. Uh no, I had uh well I had Kansas against Michigan State, but mm-hmm. Michigan State pretty much ruined everyone's bracket. So <laughs> yeah, now I going go to go UNC. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, but no. It's uh, still a pretty good matchup. Oh yeah, no doubt. Potentially, if uh, everything goes as planned, because like we like we've been mentioning throughout this show so far, uh, yeah. yeah, Michigan ruined a lot of people's uh, dreams, and uh, a lot of people are, are, are definitely not going to win their uh, their pool. Yeah. So. A lot of people lost money. Yeah, we'll, oh yeah, <laughs> a lot of people lost money. <laughs> And if I was betting, I would have lost a lot of money too, <laughs> but as long as can't, but I did pick Kansas to win, so if Kansas would have won if I bet you know, I still would have made some money, but not as much as I would have you know if Michigan state would have stayed in but yeah, we'll definitely keep you posted on what's going on uh you know with uh the March Madness. 'Cause it's definitely turning from March Madness to March Maddening because a lot of people are pretty pretty old. Oh yeah. But um Still got two three more rounds to go. Oh yeah. it's definitely exciting for sure, to say the, the to say the least. But um switching gears. Uh what's your thoughts on uh you know the NFL uh, free agent signings Uh, You know the the Giants uh, took snacks, you know, away from uh, the Jets, and uh, you know improved the defense. What's your what's your thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, I haven't been really well. I've I've heard the Giants make some moves um, Mm -hmm. as far as getting some, you know, the cornerback. I've been following what the Giants have been doing, but I've been been really following what else, what other teams have been doing lately, but. I know Giants made some, uh, you know, key um, key moves. They got um, who they got? They got the they got the cornerback from um or the safety from St. Louis. I forget his name, um, but you know he looks like he could be okay. But they gave him a lot of money, which I don't think he deserves. By the way, mm-hmm. but I guess the Giants feel that you know he's worth the money. Um, who else did they get? They got someone else. Um, yeah, my is just giving me two for a reason. Um. Now I got to look it up now. Okay, yeah. So they got Janoris Jenkins. He's the, the guy they got from um, St. Louis. Then they got um, Olivia, Olivia Vernon. Uh, they signed him to a five-year, $85 million contract. He's also another guy that's, you know, I don't know, he's going to have to live up to that money. I mean, this guy's going to have to play incredible. Uh, they got him from, uh, I think, the Dolphins. Think they got him. So he should help the pass rushing game, but is he worth – the amount of money the Giants signed him to, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. This guy's gonna have to. This guy's gonna need to, you know, average twelve, thirteen sacks a season for him to live up to that contract. Yeah, I agree but. with you. But it, but it definitely shows, you know, um, uh, Jerry Reese. You know, he, he the writing's on the wall. You know, he, he can't, you know, he can't, uh, you know, shoulder the blame with uh, Tom Coughlin now because, you know, Tom, Tom Coughlin. Stepped down as the head coach after his, you know, they shared an impressive run, you know, mm-hmm. as the, you know, the two guys leading the the Giants to two Super Bowls, you yeah. know, in recent history. So now Jerry Reese, the Langs on the wall. Um, you know, like that Sam Smith song from uh from that uh, James Bond movie, um, uh, wasn't it the new movie that just came out? I forgot the name of the title for what whatever, uh, no, it wasn't. Both, um, Spectre. Well, just like that, you know, the rankings on the wall for, for Jerry Reese, you know, uh, they, you know, he he definitely has to. That's why I think he shelled up the money, because you know the Giants have been, uh, you know, they definitely haven't been playing the way you know they they need to be playing lately. Oh yeah, you know, and they needed so, they needed to improve on defense, which they did. Yeah, they definitely did. And uh, on the flip side uh with the with the jets uh they 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 uh they did sign uh, matt fort from uh from the uh the bears um he didn't have a good season but uh his his worst season was was chris uh, was uh, chris ivory's uh best season so which he basically replaced him so i mean i think it's a good signing but most importantly they need to um they need to re-sign the Fitzpatrick because uh, you know they got a they got a ready-made team. You know they got the the wide receivers and uh, Marshall and and uh, Decker, but you know they got they got a um, they need a quarterback. Yeah, and I hear Fitzpatrick sure is asking for a lot of money. Yeah, they're they right. From last time I heard, they're worlds apart. Fitzpatrick want to be paid. You know the way he's been playing, you know this season, but uh, the Jets—they don't want to give him that money. Right. Okay. So I don't know. They gotta find a compromise somehow, because mm-hmm. you you definitely do not want to give the keys back to uh, uh, Geno Smith. It's like yeah. giving a, a you know a teenager you know the keys to your car. You know that's yeah. your baby. <laughs> you know they 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 can the kid has to prove that he can. He could handle, you know, the 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 vehicle, and then if yeah. he proves himself, then you, you give him the keys. But uh, they gave him the keys, and he's crashed the car many times. So exactly, they definitely need a veteran. They need to they need to get a, a Jeff Gordon, you know, guy, or Dale Earnhardt Jr. type guy. Obviously, using you know NASCAR analogies for, you know, you know football, but. You know, basically they need a they need a veteran guy that could, you know, hopefully lead them to the promised land. I mean, I know there's been rumors with uh, Kaepernick. I mean, he hasn't been playing as well as he was uh, during that Super Bowl run. Uh, there was rumors about that around, uh, I think, around the Super Bowl time or just after the Super Bowl that he wants out of, uh, you know, the 49ers. But those rumors have died down, him linking him with the Jets, um. So I've heard also RG3 uh, you know, Oh yes, RG3 is another one, right Because I heard he visited them uh, what Was it last week or two weeks ago? But nothing came about that But I think that would be the same Situation with Juno Smith You know, but I, but then again he RG3 had a better rookie year You know, much better rookie year Than Juno uh, Smith had But, you know, they're both Guys with a lot of potential, but you know, you can't trust them to to start. You know, to to be your starting quarterback right now. So the the you know the Jets they definitely need they definitely need a veteran guy. I mean they I don't think there's no better option. I don't think they'll trade for Kaepernick. Um, yeah I, I just don't and I, I just don't see any any guy out there other than a Patrick that will help this team. Hopefully get you. to where they need to be, so they gotta they got they they gotta stop playing hardball and uh resign the guy. I don't know if they're I don't know if uh McCagnin is following after Alderson's uh tactic to try to regain uh your assist is by basically playing hard ball with a guy you know you know who had a good run with the team with their respective teams and See if because of their love of New York, you know that they'll take a you know a lesser offer and uh, come back on a team-friendly hometown discount kind of deal. But uh, that's that's uh, to, you know remain to be seen. But you know, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I mean we have to see it right now. It's, Fitzpatrick is driving a hard bargain, but. I gotta see what happens here. If the Jets decide to give him that money, if not, then he'll he'll be gone. Yeah, he has gone, man. It's gonna. I know they didn't make the playoffs, but they were this close. If they, they would have actually played, if they would actually showed up in Buffalo against Rex Ryan, uh, you know Rex Ryan's Bills. You know they would have been in the playoffs because they had, you know, you know what i They had. They were a team of destiny. They they were. They had the you know they had the um um you know they had the um the win in their end scenario and they blew it. Yeah and you know they end up not making it. So they need to rebound from loss uh and they come back and hopefully win it all. Yeah. And stream team that won it all, you know, uh Peyton Manning Uh, officially retired, which we all knew he would. And, you know, congratulations to him. He was able to ride off into the sunset as a two-time Super Bowl champion. So good for him. And uh, now his replacement is another former – I mean, not former Met, former Jet, Mark Sanchez. And now he's the new quarterback of the the Denver Broncos. Yeah, that's going to be interesting to see how he performs. Last time we yeah. saw him, he was with the Eagles, and uh, he had an okay mm-hmm. season with the Eagles, but he's still prone to making mistakes. Oh yeah, uh, Sanchez definitely has not rebounded from his his first two seasons in the NFL. When he led the Jets, uh, thanks to the Jets' superior defense as well, they they went to the they you know went to the AFC games, you know back to you know back to back years, but unfortunately they lost. Uh, both years and I never recovered. And, and Sanchez hasn't recovered yet, even though he did have a, you know, a good time, you know, good. He did rebound his career in Philadelphia, but yeah, a lot of pressure replacing, you know, the legendary, uh, Payne Manning hey, over Manning. there. So yeah, we'll see what, we'll see what happens. And, uh, um basically moving on uh with the Knicks uh Knicks lost again stop me if you haven't heard this one again uh but this time they lost to um uh to the Kings I think the front, what was the final score 88 to 80 yep I don't remember but but you know Knicks lose again but this time at the Garden um, yeah they've and been, this they've been this- losing lately yeah, the season has been done for a while now. So, what else is new? Oh, yeah. yeah, but the the only thing that new stuff that came out is that uh, that rumor that that surrounded Phil Jackson when he was with the Lakers many years ago of him being a part, you know, partially being a, a home coach, a home a home team coach, and having somebody else coach the away team. the Rumor has resurfaced. Uh, and possibly next year, he would share the coaching, the head coaching duties with uh, his longtime assistant uh, uh, Kurt Rambis, basically making Kurt Rambis being the the road coach, and he would be the home team coach, uh, you know, for the 40 41 games. Uh, as we spoke about this off the air, um, yeah, we definitely don't see that happening. And uh, Carmel Anthony even shot down that rumor himself. Yeah, I don't see. I don't happening. think it's a good idea. Um, yeah, I definitely don't see it happening. I mean, it, that would definitely be unprecedented for sure. Absolutely. I would prefer them go after Tom though. You know, and if they can't get him, go after Van Gundy. If they can't get him, get Mark Jackson. You yeah. know, what I mean, those are the. And if they can't get those three guys, then fine. I, I wouldn't mind seeing Phil Jackson coach. I would want him to coach on a full-time basis. But, um, you know, obviously he, wouldn't do, he, doesn't, he doesn't want to coach, you know. I, I definitely don't want to see Kurt Rambis as a head coach coming until next year. Maybe if well, the only way you could, I guess, kind of stomach it is if the Knicks are crazy enough to do this dual head coaching thing. Which I don't see that happening. Maybe that would be the only way you could stomach Kurt Rambis as a head coach for the Knicks partially, but yeah, it's a weird scenario. And he yeah, uh, definitely um, need someone better. Yeah, I I hope I hope I hope Phil Jackson will put his pride aside and actually hire, um, you know, hire um, Tom Thibodeau because he's the best guy for the job. He's a defensive minded coach. You know, he was a disciple of Van Gundy. Uh, you know, during the the, the late nineties run, you know he he needs to he would be perfect. Yeah, I agree. Perfect. He'd be perfect for the they, this team needs to this team needs to make defense a priority. They have, I mean, on paper they have a decent team. I'm not saying that I'm not saying that the Golden State Warriors or the Spurs or the Cavaliers. I'm not delusion. I'm not deluding myself. You know. I'm not fooling anybody or myself. I mean, even though, I, obviously, we're both diehard Knicks fans, but, you know, we're, we're keeping it real. I mean, yeah. Knicks are nowhere near a championship, you know, and the top player, Carmelo Anthony, he's badly, he's been battling what, knee injuries for the past couple of years. And, uh, yeah, and I've been saying this for many years, man. Uh, the only way the Knicks could be a championship-caliber team is if Carmelo Anthony is like the third or fourth best option, but as you know, Carmelo Anthony has been the top, top, uh, top guy on the team ever since he came over in that trade, you know, from Denver. But uh, even Carmelo... oh, we'll continue. Oh no, no, sorry. I was gonna say that. Yeah, they need to this offseason. They need to add, you know, some more pieces to this puzzle, or just. Straight up trade Car- Carmelo, you know, try to get something for him. You know, they have to do yeah. something. Yeah, even even he admitted that um, he doesn't know what he's going to do in this off season because you know, during the trade deadline he he admitted uh, that he's going to stay here. You know, because there was rumors that he's get traded to Cavaliers, which you know, if I was him, I would have I would have took the trade because you know, he he could add a shot at one title this year. You know, but. Yeah, the offseason he's gonna he's giving the Knicks one more last chance, I assume. Yeah. See if they could get some people to come here, which I don't know. Right now, it looks like Rondo's one of the top, um, you know, guys that they're they're going after, and Rondo's having a break here Last time I checked, so I don't know. But, well, I believe it when I see it, and Durant he's not gonna come here most likely. So yeah, we're gonna see what happens. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting off season. Oh yeah, absolutely. And uh, quick um, Mets news, uh, you know uh, Matt Harvey has been announced to to start April third uh, against the Kansas City Royals. So you know Royals better get ready, man. Harvey's coming April third. So you guys know April third, same day as the Walking Dead se- season finale mm-hmm. and WrestleMania. So I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, flicking to the channels, the web, and everything. I'm, I'm well, gonna be busy, man. Not going on. I'm gonna be losing my mind that day because I'm gonna try to absorb <laughs> a lot of information and all that stuff. But uh, speaking of WrestleMania, um, basically, um, I'm trying to remember, uh, Roadblock went through, and as we expected, nothing happened uh wasn't able to do a roadblock uh prediction thing that happened would've, we would have we would we would have got it right basically because nothing happened. Triple H is still the champion. P roadblock I heard it was a good pair I mean well I I heard Triple H and Dean Ambrose match was good, but obviously nothing amounted to that. Yeah, you I saw it? some of it. I didn't see all of it. I saw. Did you see the? You saw that finale, right? You saw the title match. Yeah, I saw the Triple H uh, Dean Ambrose match, of course, which was probably the best match of the night. But yeah, mm-hmm. of course, we all find out that you know, Dean Ambrose didn't win the title, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, but it, it still turned out to be the best match of the night, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Dean Ambrose had a controversial call because his foot was on the ropes, was mm-hmm. underneath the ropes. And he would have clearly beaten it, beat him if that was the case. But as, but as you as you can see, uh, everything is in place. Uh, Dean Ambrose will fight Brock Lesnar, and uh, you know um, Triple H will face uh, Roman Reigns, who now comes out like everybody else through the you know, out of the you know gorilla position into the arena, you know, like everybody else instead of into the stands, which. I think I've read some comments from people from you know, wrestling stuff that they they think it's about time that he you know he stopped doing the shield thing. But I thought that gave him his uniqueness. Yeah. I thought it was a cool thing. You know, Sandman used to do it, and you know some other wrestlers used to do it as well. I thought it was a cool thing. It made him unique for him coming out of the coming out of the arena. So I, for me personally, I would have kept it, but you know, well, um, what do, what's your thoughts on that? On uh, on you're talking about the entrance. Yeah, the Roman Reigns uh, entrance. now. I th- I thought you know, I didn't have an issue with it. I mean, I thought more could have. I thought more could have happened. Actually, you know, during that whole Triple H match with Dean Ambrose, I actually thought that mm-hmm. some other people were gonna come out and interfere in that match. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought Brock mm-hmm. Lesnar, Roman Reigns. I thought maybe uh, maybe some surprise people like The Rock. But none of that ever happened during that match, so I was yeah, a surprised I, I, by that. I assumed that would have happened too, even though I didn't. I wasn't able to watch it because I was out uh, that day. But I assumed yeah. that would happen too. But maybe I guess they're saving that for WrestleMania. Uh, would would be my assumption. Yeah. And uh, you know, um, speaking of that, you know, Sting he's going into the Hall of Fame. You know, happy birthday to him. You know, today is yeah. uh, his birthday. And um, yeah, apparently I was reading something. He said he he's officially not retired yet. But some people are, from what I'm reading, some people are thinking that he's gonna save the official word until the Hall of Fame to officially announce it. But um, man, I hope he I hope he's I hope he's not, I hope the rumors of him retiring is false because you know I'd love to see him, uh, you know. Face Undertaker, you know, for that match that WWE had the chance to give us last year, but they thought the match would be Triple H versus Sting. I mean, I don't mind. I wouldn't mind seeing that match happening. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing that match happen this year if they would have gave us Sting versus Undertaker. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, they you know they botched that opportunity, and I I hope uh, you know Sting. Even if he does retire, I hope he does interfere in the this, this Shane McMahon versus Undertaker match. You know, maybe give Undertaker, you know, the um, the Scorpion deadlock dead and the dead drop, you know. Even though he can't fight. You know, at least have a few seconds. Kind of like have what the NDOBO and DX interfering inside the match for like a few seconds. Even though, you know, it's not really officially a match. You know I mean? It would be interesting to see them interact in a match. You know, help him helping out Shane McMahon. That would be you nice. Know. That would be nice to see him be but nice. you know, I don't know. I mean you I know, think uh, I think he might be retiring, you know, it looks like I mean he yeah. is getting up there and he's past his prime, you know, so yeah. I think it might be time to wrap it up. Yeah, excellent career. Unfortunately, you know, it ended uh suddenly, you know. A creek yeah. accident with Shane uh Seth Rollins during his patented uh, powerbomb off the top rope. Cool move, but in hindsight, you know, probably should have made Sting counter it. But I would have never thought of that injury. I mean, it is a powerful-looking move, but, yeah, I didn't think it, it would make Sting suffer a potentially, you know, career-threatening injury similar to Edge. Uh, was it spinal stenosis or something like that? So Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I hope doesn't his career, but he's, like, I think 56 years old or 57 years old or something like that. So, yeah, it's pretty understandable if this is how his career, you know, this is really a career, you know, ending injury. Because, you know, most importantly, you don't want this guy to make a false move and injure himself, and he's paralyzed for life, you know. Yeah. This guy has done enough in the, you know, in the business. You want him to walk on his own power, even though me, you know, as a fan, I'd love to see him fight Undertaker, but if it doesn't happen, you know, I understand. You know, he has a family, you know, and you know, you don't want this guy to be paralyzed. So, yeah, just wish him the best. And if he's going into the Hall of Fame, uh, give his speech, and I guess we'll, he'll make his. He might make his official announcement on April second, uh, one night before WrestleMania, whether or not he officially retires or not, and uh, the class. Uh the two thousand sixteen class includes uh Jacqueline from the Attitude Era, the Free Fabulous Free Birds, uh, you know, that that uh, faction from the seventies, you know, the NWA. Um I'm trying to think Godfather of course from the attitude era. Um I'm trying to think who else is going in. Uh Big Boss man finally going in. Yep. Yeah, it's a it's a good class. I know I'm missing somebody. I think they're gonna. They they haven't announced. I think they're thinking about maybe adding a celebrity. There's rumors it might be Regis. Um, I can't, I can't remember who else they said. It might be a possibility. But I think I'm missing at least one more person who's going in this year. I can't um. remember who they. Can't remember who else they they mentioned, but I think that's basically it. Junkyard Dark? But, no, no. Junkyard Dark went in years ago. Oh, right, right, right. right, right. The, You're right. You're right. He's already in the Hall of Fame. But, uh, yeah, so it's an interesting class. In April 2. Yep, April 2. One night before WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So, definitely check that out. You know, and um, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely keep close on what's going on. So I want to thank you, max for coming on the show No problem Thank you And I want you to check out another episode of Sports of the uh, It's probably going to be uh, Sunday at 11 again Because I'm uh, going to be busy on Saturday So I want to thank you guys for listening to Sports of the I'm, going I'm going to call And uh, see you guys next week.